Welcome back to Meditate with Samara. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to share with you this very important topic because I truly want to help you feel inspired for the change that you need in your life. So again, thank you. And please help grow this podcast and play the part to help be there for someone you care about. You can do that by sharing this podcast or this episode to someone who matters to you and who you think would benefit and need to hear this episode or this podcast. So in this episode, I humbly want to try to answer this particular question that has been going on in my mind for the past years. If I am having and experiencing a challenging emotion right now, that's very difficult to experience in the present moment, what should I best do? I've been thinking a lot about this, especially with this pandemic situation that we are all in right now, that life can throw difficult moments at you. You know, it's hard to be away from your loved one. It's hard to maintain or find a job. It's hard to live with family all the time it's hard not to be able to see your friends we know and recognize that some of this pain and suffering is part of our journey you know we can always be happy but we can always be sad either but we can learn from this pain and suffering journey we can learn to grow if we choose to and here i am with you to help you through that process and to keep learning with this process even for myself it's a continual day-to-day learning that I believe is going to stay there for a lifetime but however as much as we understand cognitively like in our head we know and we understand that some pain and suffering is essentially good for us in retrospect right in the future we'll think like oh I really learned from that difficult situation at that moment in the past or right now. I was very uncomfortable. I had sadness. I had anger. I felt hopelessness, disgust, all these negative things. But we can choose for it not to define us, define our actions, and define where we are going with our life. However, in the moment, this emotions can be so strong that it takes the driver's seat of our thoughts and actions. And I want to encourage you to step back and realize, remembering that to us, for the only subjective truth is in itself that it's subjective. There's no real objective situation when our thoughts and our perception, our belief, our ego feeds into how we see a certain situation, whether we wanted to confirm our narrative that helps our ego or otherwise. I reflect that when I am emotional, I easily get triggered and I react. And I often make decisions when I'm hot-headed with emotions, with judgments clouded by fast-beating heart rate and uh, extremely noisy chatter in my head. And maybe you do too. Sometimes we often say things we don't mean doing things we don't mean, hurting people that we care about. 
making rash decisions without looking at long-term consequences. And honestly, more often than not, sometimes we look back and we realize our reaction was disproportionate to the trigger. Have you ever had that experience? So meeting new people, just having conversations with people and really studying about emotions scientifically, I realized that people have different ways of dealing with difficult emotions. So may it be anger, disappointment, anxiety, sadness, jealousy. Some people choose to either suppress their feelings or some other people choose to regulate them. And this is what I really want to talk about in detail because our understanding of our emotions and how to deal with it, our emotional intelligence, is one of a key predictor to our mental health. And I'm all about maintaining and taking care of our mental health and mental well-being. So our emotional intelligence is how we are able to be aware, how we are able to regulate, how we are able to express our emotions. And from really understanding and feeling that emotions at the moment, we can respond in a way that's skillful or that's beneficial for us and others. And at least it doesn't harm us or harm others. So I talked about that people choose to suppress their emotions. And what is suppressing our emotions? Suppressing our emotions is when you try to control your feelings in a way that you don't express it. So you don't show that you're angry, you don't show that you're disappointed, you basically have a poker face. However, even though we are not expressing this emotion outwardly, we still feel that emotion in our body. We still feel that tension in our forehead, shoulders, in our stomach, in our whole body. It increased physical stress when you don't release this emotional energy. And just uh, a quick mention and tip here, I really think that some yoga or exercises such as yin yoga really helps release that stuck emotional energy in our body. And I talked to one of the experts and the teachers in this field of yin yoga, Paul Teodo, and you can refer to that in episode six, um, Deepen Your Yoga and Meditation Practice with Paul Teodo. I think you'll really enjoy that if this is something that you're experiencing right now, like a lot of suppression of emotion. So because we know that emotions are basically informations of what we need in our body and what we need as a person, it can actually harm ourself and our relationship if they are the wrong type of emotion given the situation. It's the wrong type of intensity, like we are blowing out of proportion or under proportion. Or it's also harmful if the duration of the emotions are prolonged. And that's not really healthy for your mental well-being. So what I'd like to encourage you to try to explore and be open to this is to learn how to regulate your emotions if you haven't. Because Science has told us times and times again that regulating our emotions have clear and better advantages rather than bottling your emotions or suppressing it. But regulating your emotions is not easy. It really requires you to be in the present moment, to be mindful and to feel the feelings, the emotions you have in real time. 
which is definitely harder, you know, because we sometimes like to distract ourselves when we're feeling a lot of emotions. It's uncomfortable, right? So when we regulate our emotions, we learn how to shape our emotions. We learn when should we make our emotions and how to really express the emotions and hopefully in a healthy way. But the first, but to start, you really have to be aware of your goal and your attention to regulate your emotions. For example, you're feeling a lot of pain and sadness from a breakup, right? Or pain and sadness from the loss of a loved one. That's grief that you have to go through. But wanting to reduce that pain of loss and grief is a typical example of an intention that you want to have. So what are the steps after that? There are a few ways that you can regulate your emotions. And I believe that this knowledge was so life-changing to me just to be aware and informed of it. Practicing it is a different skill and different problem altogether. But at least knowing that I have options and I have freedom to choose was very liberating for me. So the first strategy is selecting or modifying a situation. So when we know that there is a certain situation that usually makes us upset, now we take a step back and try to take an action for us to be less likely to wind up in that situation that creates undesirable emotions. So for example, after a breakup or a loss of a loved one, you choose to remove physical items that would remind you of your loss of love. And in this way, you're choosing some situations where I don't want to be easily triggered to thoughts and emotion right now. And that takes being aware of one of the sources of your undesirable emotions. Now moving on to the next strategy that you can also do is that you can change your direction of your attention. So you can distract yourself. When we know that we are triggered, let's just change our attention away. So in the same example, after a loss of loved one, after a breakup, you want to put some of your attention to your own projects, spend time with your friends and family, and maybe not directly, but this whole attention and energy that you used to really used to be triggered with your emotions now you put that energy and attention somewhere else by distracting yourself now this third one is actually the most effective strategy as scientific papers and journal studies have figured out so basically we are changing how we view the situation we change cognitively we reappraise what is going on so simply changing the view of the situation the external and internal situation of other people and how you feel internally you can actually learn to regulate your emotions if not right now much better in the longer term for example again after having a breakup you change your view to see the bigger and longer scheme of things saying to yourself oh this decision is the best for the both of us in the long term we both need to work on ourselves this switch of thinking and zooming out stepping back towards the long term and the bigger 
scheme of things and how you know small and insignificant we are in the world we're like one out of billions of people um, having pain and shared pain with a lot of people that are experiencing something similar it really gives perspective with your emotion right now not invalidating your emotions to be incorrect or to be inappropriate but that gives us a sense of humility at least for me now the last thing that is suggested when you want to regulate your emotion is to modulate your response and this is what suppression basically is you change your experience by changing how your bodily sensations react to your emotions so in a good way you can also do breathing right and we've talked about benefits of mindful breathing with my dad in one of the episodes and you can check that out i think it was episode 13 benefits of mindful breathing with toto nugroho pranatiasto but other than breathing people can also choose to numb their emotional reaction by having a poker face or drinking a lot of alcohol smoking more than usual binging food or consuming drugs and this is not the most healthiest way to regulate your emotions even though it is a known strategy but in conclusion if anything learn to try to change how you view the situations that are the source of your emotions because basically i feel that my emotion is based on what i think you know there's the cognitive behavioral therapy where you list down your thoughts and how you feel and then how you can change your thoughts and maybe it will change your feelings and also we had a discussion as well with ferris in one of the episodes about stoicism and an intro to stoic meditations that you can't really change your emotions per se but you can change your thoughts and how you feel it so very quickly I just want to point out that when we want to change our emotions, it's one of the practices to be mindful. And there's a lot of research that has said that mindfulness-based interventions is really good for emotional regulation. It's effective. And why is that the case? Because when you're mindful, it's like you can be aware of the present moment without really judging it, right? And just accepting it. And you can detect when you are ruminating over something negative and you can actually create your own trajectory for self-change. So for example, in mindfulness meditations that I have joined and participated in and the one that I have created in this podcast, I experienced changing my attention from a focused attention to unfocused and open attention. So what that means is, for example, we change focusing from our breath to the whole sensations of our being, the physical sensations of our minds and our emotions in the present moment. And this switch from focus to unfocused awareness is exactly what helps us regulate our emotions. Because when we are too focused on our emotions, we can also switch to see the bigger view of things. And by helping you direct this attention, you're more aware of what you habitually do when you're regulating your emotions, whether you're suppressing, whether you're regulating, and where you can benefit a bit more. When you have emotional challenges, we can have more curious attitude of why am I feeling this way? What are my thoughts? And mindfulness helps you 
to recognize that thought without going too deep in the rumination or rehearsing time and time again negative emotional thoughts and triggers. So when we do widen our focus to our whole experience, we are actually helping ourselves to really just slow down for a bit and not make the rash decisions that we sometimes often do. There has been some research in the neuroscience field about how mindfulness affects our emotion regulations, and this is actually proven in the brain. And just very simply, when we are being mindful, we are increasing activity of our prefrontal cognitive control areas. So that's behind your forehead. And that's where usually we monitor and regulate emotions, where we have attention and the control process. And it actually decreases the activity. In, and mindfulness is also proven to downregulate or decrease the activity in a brain area called the amygdala, where it usually scans the environment to process for threats and to process for affect or emotions. So it's just very interesting that when researchers are putting people into the fMRI or the functional magnetic resonance imaging, which is like one of the ways to measure your blood flow in the neuroscience field. Either someone who has not experienced a lot of meditation and was instructed to be mindful or expert meditators, they will see a diminished activity in the amygdala, in most cases, which means less emotional arousal. Why I say most cases is because there is a lot of debate with how you should define and also research mindfulness but that's a huge topic by itself but the whole point of this talk and this episode is really just trying to inform you that when you are having challenging emotions it's okay and you can take a step back really trying to express that emotions in a way that doesn't hurt you and doesn't hurt other people and i hope that this information is something that could be useful for you when you feel that emotion and i would totally perfectly understand when even though we are so informed or in the moment of emotions we often forget to do these things but with time and with practice i think we can all get there and this has been one of the struggles that i have tried to overcome regulating my emotions in a in a healthy way and i'm just grateful that i can share what i have learned out of my curiosity to help myself so that it can help you and it can help your loved ones if you decide to share this podcast to them so thank you so much again for listening to this podcast i hope that this is useful for you and for your life and for your well-being because that's the whole intention of this podcast it's just a place for me to share all of the things that I found super interesting, also hopefully most likely all backed by science, that we have more control over our well-being than we think we do. And it's up to me, it's up to you to really act on this information that we get and really take control of our lives in that manner. So I hope that you are well and continue to take care of yourself. Don't forget to follow this podcast on spotify and subscribe to 
Apple Podcasts, and you can always talk to me and send me comments, suggestions on my Instagram at Samara Fahrana. I look forward to talk to you again in the next episode. Thank you so much. Namaste.